Hey, 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 it's Todd Fox from Halos in the Infield. Have you ever thought of owning your own Amazon store? Amazon is making a killing nowadays. I've been hearing a lot of buzz about people making additional income through Amazon. And that's what we all need to do, especially with the price of gas soaring, food prices on the rise, and the economy taking a fall. So why not make some extra money? So there's this company I know about called Riley Ecom who can help you set your own store up without having to spend hours learning how to run it. They do everything for you. So if anyone is interested in knowing more about owning an Amazon store or has any questions at all, please call Jason at Riley Ecom at 562-455-7154. Tell him that Todd Fox sent you. Once again, that's 562-455-7154 because who can use some easy money right now and some extra money? I know I can. How about you? Welcome back to another edition of Bases Loading. You know who I am. I'm VT. And I'm here again with my boy, my dude, Todd Fox. What's up, my guy? What's going on, my man? Not much, man. Just here for another episode of Bases Loading. You ready for this one? I'm ready to go, man. Dude, we got some rants on deck. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. I know people have already spoken about it, but hey, it's my turn. I got I got to say what's on my mind. First, man, let me let me check in with you. What's been happening with the Angels? Everything good? Oh yeah, it's all peachy, right? I mean, last I checked, we were uh, twenty-seven and seventeen. Uh, I haven't really fallen since. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's really great. I'm sure we're doing great. How's our third baseman? Oh, uh, healthy as can be, man. I mean, <laughs> that dude's hitting home runs farther than Trout. I mean, God, guy's amazing. Ah, uh, that was a good contract. Then. I, I'm telling you, right? He's living up to every single dollar. Max Scherzer-ish. Do, do, do we need Der- uh, Garrett Cole? We never. We didn't need that guy. Why not? I mean, who we, needs we pitching? We need him. Yeah, we got a rock solid third baseman. You know. No, we we pivoted to a third baseman that we needed. Like, it, apparently. Absolutely. You know what? Should we retire number six now, or? Let's do it. Why not? Right. Okay. It's nobody else geez, can wear it, man. I don't know. It. Yeah, because apparently it's cursed. <laughs> that number six is cursed. Let's get two more. Six, six, six. <laughs> the sign of the beast. This is horrible. Is this rant number one? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And you know what? We're going to call this podcast, the title is going to be Pools 2.0 Rendun. <laughs> there you go. That, that's it. That's the the episode name. Because w- w- when was it? Last year or before? I, I remember calling him. Like I, I, I know I was the first one calling him this. I have receipts, my guy. Uh, I called him Pools 2.0. There's some backlash. People oh, on yeah. the DMs. How dare you say that and blah, blah, blah. Man. What do we? What do you think now? Is he two pool to pool two point or, or or not? I think you were absolutely correct. It, I think right now he's proven it because I mean, supposedly you have one person that was not Sam Blum or or a, a guy that's in the locker room say, oh, you know, Rendon went to the team and uh, you know he apologized and openly said how sorry he was for ending the season with with the injury. I've not seen that anywhere else. You know, I haven't seen um, any of the regular beat writers like Fletcher, Blum, or any of the other dudes say, oh, this really happened. So I already know that's BS because he doesn't care about baseball enough. I think that's the one thing. The real Mm. Angel fans understand that, okay, we should have checked this dude's character before we signed him. And and, and if we didn't, shame on us because 
I mean, you know, it's our fault that we got a guy that doesn't care about the game, and then when he gets hurt, he just walks away. He's like, okay, it's good. We got the money. Tony, two bags. Uh, two bags of money on his shoulder. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's the problem we have. I mean, if his attitude was a little bit better, if he, he openly said he doesn't care what the fans think about him in the beginning of the season, and then the honks are over here like, oh, he's getting surgery. You know, we got you got to respect that. You know, that's, that's messed up. That's out of his control. Okay, then, BT. Are you satisfied with the numbers he put up when he was healthy? Um, well, let me remind you of this. Do you remember that one time when I brought up the article <clears throat> when they were saying, like, we made a mistake actually giving him a contract because there was there were, you know, teams saying, like, there is absolutely no way that he should get, you know, 100 mil plus and they're the, go they're the angels, you know, <laughs> they go and give them more than that plus more years. Uh, there's an article where he literally said, I don't love baseball. I don't watch baseball. I play baseball because I'm good at it. And that's my job. Like, really, you went and hired or got a guy that does that, that does not care? Mm -hmm. In my opinion, he doesn't care because he's just, oh, well, I'm good at it. I might as well get some money for it, right? Yeah. I mean, you don't have that passion in you. So that means that passion is what you need. That passion is... <laughs> I understand he gets hurt and, and it happens, but come on, man, this guy's like nonchalant for everything. Like, and it's not even like in a good way. He's, you know, at least Robinson Cano, when he was good, he was nonchalant when he used to, you know, pick the balls at second base and everything. Mm -hmm. And he was producing, he was staying on, on the field. But I, I just, you know, ever since day one, when they pivoted quote unquote to uh, Rendon, it was, it was just <clears throat> horrible from the get. And then also my, my real rant was, there, at the beginning of the season, he was saying he did not care about what the Angel fans thought about him. Yep. He said, oh, I do not need to prove anything to the Angel fans because if they want to see what I'm, what I'm about, go look at old tape, meaning to go look at highlights from the Nationals. You know, that rubbed me the wrong way. You're, you're really going to say that to fans that have been needing a playoff appearance for a while? You're going to come over here and say, I don't need to prove anything to you guys? Bro, you have everything to prove. You sounded like uh, Pablo Sandoval from 2012 when he won the World Series. He got, I think he got the MVP, too. He went to Boston, mm -hmm. and Boston was shredding him, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly the same thing in Boston. He said, I do not need to prove anything anymore. I've already gotten the World Series. I've been the MVP for the World Series. I don't need to prove anything no more. I'm just here to collect the money, basically, is what, he, what he's saying. What, what happened to him? They ran him out of town because Boston fans don't fuck around. Angel fans are like, oh, my God, I'm a halo honk. I'm going to go die with him. He's heard. He's this. He's mm. that. No, man. That, that's enough. You're, you're getting a guy who doesn't care, who's nonchalant, who's, who says we don't, he doesn't need to prove anything to us. In fact, it's the total opposite. You need to prove everything because you got paid. You got the bag, and you haven't done anything. You're always hurt, and it just it's, it's horrible. And that's one of my rants. Um, I, I, I never liked this guy. I, I just... I know that the record shows that when he plays, the Angels win more games than they lose. I get it. Yes. But uh, really, I mean, when does he even play? Yeah, well, the numbers show, too, that when he plays, yes, they do win. They have a winning record. But offensively, it's not Nationals offense like he had. You know, he's not ripping the, the cover off the ball. So that's that's the problem there, too. My thing, my rant with the honks is I'll play off what you're saying, is I can't stand the hypocrisy in the halo honks because they'll sit here and they'll say, yes, Rendon, he's our guy. He's wearing that red. We have to back him no matter what. Okay, so it's not okay to boo a player when they're not performing. So 
you're perfectly fine spending $200 on your family to go to a game, eat, and all this other junk, and the players put up one run and lose 7-1, to one, and one, and your star player like Rendon strikes out three or four times, That's you have every right to boo, and you should boo. And those fans and those players should feel it. And then the honks are the same ones that come out here and say, oh, well, you know, uh, they're, they're tough. That's their job. You know, you shouldn't be ridiculing them, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, part of that contract is playing in front of people. You're entertaining people. You go to a movie. You go to a play. You go to a show, a performance. And if the band sucks, the, the, the movie sucks, you're going to boo. You're not going to cheer. You're not going to clap. So just because they're wearing our team's uniforms doesn't mean that they're in uh they're teflon to us criticizing them so when they're doing good absolutely we're going to cheer and we're going to love it and everything else like this but what is this team giving us to cheer about and then you have a guy who's blatantly like you said saying that he doesn't love the game saying that he has nothing to prove to to the team you want players that actually when they get contracts they prove it and they still play at a high level a la what's going on and down in san diego with uh machado. machado and players like that that get paid mookie bets those guys didn't slack off and just take the money and run those guys are playing ball they're they're earning their contracts it's just the problem is you get about 30 or 40 percent of those big name contracts that they don't come through. And then you got a fan base that's split in half, that you got real Angel fans on one side, honks on the other, and the honks are just going to talk all kinds of crap and never ridicule a team, although they're losing and playing like shit. And they never actually do the the, the research to really see what's happening. <clears throat> yep. I'm going to sit here and say that so far, there's no questions asked. This, this contract has been a total bust. I don't care what other... And I'll, I'll, I'll put people on blast. I don't care. I don't care what these other podcasts, Angel podcasts, are saying. Oh, he's a professional hitter and all this. Yeah, sure, he is when he's on the field, man. But he's never on the field. So it's about what have you done for me lately. And he hasn't done shit, man. Right? Exactly. I, I can stand here in front of this mic and say he is not the worst contract right now in the major leagues. But he is number two. The first number one contract is Steven Strasburg. That guy hasn't pitched. And they gave him like 242 also. And he hasn't pitched. He probably pitched like twice or something. So that's definitely the worst contract of them all. But the next one is definitely Rendon. This guy, so far, from what I've seen and, and from what it's looking like, it's going to be another Pujols. It's going to be another Hamilton. Gary Matthews, uh, you know, beat Josh Hamilton, just those type of contracts, but probably even worse because he got paid more money than everyone else. I, I, I don't, I don't see anything coming out of this, and and yeah, and I got more, more rent. So, <laughs> well, I mean, Rendon was supposed. What this is year three, right? So third time was supposed to be the charm. Now we're looking at fourth year supposed to be the charm. It was a seven year deal, right? Or was it six? I believe it was seven. Or oh, seven years. So I we, could be wrong, but yeah. So next year's already the halfway point, and his numbers are two fifty two batting average, twenty nine home runs, and eighty two RBIs. If that's one season, hey, that's pretty. That's not bad. I mean, it's not it's not Nationals numbers, but it's not bad. You know, I'll take almost thirty home runs, almost a hundred RBIs, and and two fifty two, considering where our team's at right now, is like three forty. You know, so yeah, right. So. Let's do what Artie Moreno did back in 2019 when he acquired him to winner of 2019. Let's pivot. How about we pivot now to the Angels in, in general, the whole okay. team, and also Perry Manesian. Okay, let's do now, it. Now, I'm, I'm coming in, man. Uh, Perry, 
I honestly think that you did a shit job with your team this year. Oh, okay. I know that a lot of people are <clears throat> clamoring and saying, oh, he did a really good job and everything. Really? You did a good job? When you got the rejects from fucking the Yankees, you got Wade and, and Velasquez can't hit fucking sand if they fell out of a camel's back? Yeah. Those guys were the guys that, that were supposed to provide firepower just because they got elite gloves? Then you go get Duffy? You go get Duffy? That, that guy is just good and bad. And and then like he looks like a math teacher. Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> cut me off. I don't care. I'm pissed. <laughs> and 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 now all we have really left is we okay. We have Trout. We have Otani, our DH, and we have uh, Jared Walsh. And sometimes we have Marsh and Ward. And 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 Ward when when he's actually playing. You know he got hurt. I you, those injuries. I mean, come on. You have to. You have to kind of you know be sad for the guy and everything. But that guy came out swinging. That that's our only firepower. We we don't have we don't have a shortstop. We don't have a second baseman. We don't have a catcher that can actually give us some you know a, a good backup catcher because Stasi does do some good stuff. But aside from that, we are really relying on on Trout. It's like Trout against the Mariners. It's not the Angels against the Mariners. You know? Yeah. It's horrible. And and are we really supposed to be a playoff team or a contender when we have? Excuse me. When we have dudes like Velasquez or Wade that can't even get on base, and and we got Velasquez over here that should be he should be like leadoff guy. He's over here hitting, trying to hit for home runs and everything. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, what's going on? Uh, I'm literally I've been the type of person that I'm like, there is absolutely no way that we need to trade Trout. There's absolutely no way that we need to trade Otani. We gotta go. Trout is our guy. We gotta get him to the playoffs. We cannot let him go anywhere. Unless you know something drastic happens where he's asking for a trade because he, he you know he feels that he can't win with us. This is what's happened year after year. We've had Otani and we have Trout. Those two guys alone can't even get us to the playoffs. Now, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna keep doing that same formula with with b- bottom of the barrel guys like Wade and 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 Velasquez and and hoping that Triple A guys come up here and actually become something? That that formula hasn't worked. When are we gonna stop fucking around, right? Mm-hmm. My question to you is: Is it time to trade Otani and actually get a couple of players to take over shortstop, to take over second base, to give us some actual bats in the lineup? For the first time in a very long time, uh, I think the entertaining question in the off season, especially if this team does not make the postseason at all is to the future of Trout and Otani. I think both of them are are up there as far as, I mean, you, you can't keep holding on to guys like this, and, and you can get a buttload in return for both of them. And you could really reestablish the franchise and just and have you know have your own guys come through because in my in my opinion I believe Perry's done a, a good job pitching. I I think he set the future up for this franchise for a while and it's going to be good. I think the free agent you know you're not too hot, uh, hot on a couple of the starting pitchers we got, but I think they're working through their kinks and for the most part they're giving us an opportunity to win most nights. But this hitting. Is gone absolutely nowhere. If you've seen Marsh, Marsh should be the prototypical leadoff hitter. He's swing, he's swinging at some shit pitches, and nobody's helping him. Velasquez, like he said, is going deep. We have Kurt fucking Suzuki. I mean, that alone is a terrible move by Perry Manassian. He he did not shore up the hitting at all, and I'm totally there with you. We have zero bench, zero. Nobody scares you off the bench, and we also have six through nine who can't hit the broadside of a barn. 
And then you take away Rendon, who would sometimes give us production. That weakens us even more. Nobody's getting in, uh, on base in front of these power hitters. Nobody's uh, uh, working walks. They're all striking out. They lead the league in strikeouts. Lowest uh, batting average with runners in scoring position. And Stassi plays, what, two, three times a week because he can't play every day? Right. So we don't have an everyday catcher. He's a, We have a backup to a backup, and that's it. So there's major holes that Perry left open that now you can see and you're like, shit, it looked great on paper opening day in the, in the first few weeks of the season. But now we really see the warts on this team and what really needs to be fixed. But it might be too late for this season already. Well, look, look, yesterday Thorpe, I think, pitched a decent game. Did he pit, pitch a decent game in your opinion? Oh, yeah, quality start. Right. So, But the Angels couldn't get a win, right? Three straight quality starts for him. Yeah, yeah. So... What's gonna happen? The way I mean, we're losing against the worst freaking team in the American League. I, I, I think they are, aren't they? Or next to the Orioles? Uh, they're tied with Oakland. Okay, so I mean, they're they're pretty bad. You, these are the teams you should be you should be beating, right? Yep. Um. So what's what's next? If we can't even beat the the Royals, we who who are we gonna be able to beat? Well, we have Seattle this weekend. Uh, <laughs> well, Trout versus Seattle, we might get the should, win. Should we might win get the one. serious win on that one. Yeah. So now, is it time for us to start thinking of about trading? You know, being sellers again and 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 getting actual quality prospects or something. You know, do we do we trade our twenty million dollar Thor? To a team like, you know, that's a contender that might need him, maybe like the Yankees, because they actually need some pitching over there. Uh the, the Dodgers need pitching too, you know. Um, do we do we trade um do we start thinking about trading uh what's his name, Lorenzen? I'd hate to see him go. I'd actually like to see him back, but dude, if you're if you're gonna be able to get a haul for these guys, you might have to. I mean, because they are actually showing that they can actually pitch. And if they get <clears throat> uh they get run support they're going to be winning games. They're going to win a lot of games. Now, the the worst part about this one is, are you going to start thinking about trading dudes like like Otani now? Are you going to start thinking about possibly trading Trout? You know, you you trade the best player of our generation, which sucks ass. You don't want to do that. <laughs> I said it before. If you're going to trade one of those two big names, you're gonna have you're going to have to involve a third team, and that's the only way it's going to work to get the proper prospects and players back to us. And a couple back to the team that's getting Otani. But do as well. you really think we're going to get good enough players back? Because he has a big fat contract. <clears throat> we have to eat a lot of that money in order for that to happen. All I'm saying is, I I would, if we're going to eat a lot of the contract, we better get a lot back. And if we're not, then we're going to have to take what we get and just say, hey, it's, it's a salary dump. Just give us like your total best prospect or two. Because uh, what we're going to need is. I think right now we're going to need contact players, bro. Like just guys that are for sure on base, high on percentage, uh, uh, high on base percentage guys. Because I'm tired of these guys just swinging for the fences. And and number one, too, I read an article today that I'm going to share on the post game, which is basically every team that has fired their hitting coaches that aren't up to production wise. You know the hitting's not doing that great. Have when they hire when they put an interim guy in there, or they hire another guy. The batting averages almost jump twenty five percent. Everything always goes up because a guy comes in there with a different skill set, with discipline. That whatever the other guy wasn't doing, he'll fix it. Most most ninety percent of the time, it works. I don't know why. Besides you saying Perry dropping the ball in the hitting, he's dropped the ball in the coaching. 
I've brought this up religiously all season, even last season. Why those two fuckheads are still on the bench? It pisses me off. They every haven't now. cleaned house. How is that? Seriously, why are they still our, our hitting coaches? Like, I have no idea, bro. Nothing has changed. Nothing has. I mean, you've seen them hire another dude to play for uh, to to coach first base. You've seen them move Benji Gill into uh, infield instructor. They've done a couple things coaching wise and got rid of a couple coaches. Why are these assholes still on the bench? They might know something that we don't know. Right? <laughs> they probably have some blackmail stuff on on Perry. So you never know. Either Perry or Artie wanted to. Yeah, it's behind the behind the scenes, man. We need those uh, press passes so we can see. We sure we sure do, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I'm just saying, you know, like. Perry's like, hey, uh, we got Duffy, or was Duffy the one that got designated to be the number, uh, the first third baseman, like the number one third baseman for us now? Yes. Seriously, and <laughs> Duffy, you know, dude. And you know what's? And he's batting cleanup. And you know what's funny about that too? Him, him batting cleanup. They said that uh, his average at batting cleanup is four oh nine, but when there's runners, that's with nobody on base though. But when there's guys on base, his average is one one eighty seven. Oh my gosh! <clears throat> How big is this sample size? Like two at bats or something? <laughs> no, no. It's he actually he does like because he has like almost a three hundred average, so he is getting hits, but with nobody on. He his his approach changes when there's guys on base. Is is Perry gonna try to get get someone in here, man? We need some. We need some bats, dude. We need some. We need some guys that can actually hit the ball, bro. Look at the bench, like you said. You got Wade. You got Velasquez. Oh, you got freaking. Uh, what is it? Uh, Lagaris, who still doesn't have an RBI. Uh, Suzuki. I mean, again, none of that. None of that scares you, bro. There's nothing there. There is honestly nothing, and there is absolutely no way. I, I mean, right now. If I was a betting man, I would say the Angels are going to be a seller come July because I don't. I mean, come on, they're getting whooped by the Royals as we speak right now. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then and then you look at the other thing too. They've put themselves in such a fucking hole. Like the division's like out of it already. You're not even thinking about that. But then you look yeah. up there and you're like, wait a minute. So now we're not just contending with the last wild spot, wild card spot being Boston. We have Ohio. We have freaking um, Texas. Uh, there's Seattle on our heels, and there's also the Chicago White Sox. So you got four or five teams now that you're bunched up for one spot. So that decreases your odds even more. I'm not optimistic about this, man. <laughs> I mean, I need look as an Angel fan. Every sing, single off season, I want to say, "Oh, my Angels are good this year." I want to say, "My Angels are good this year," and I always feel like they are. But in my heart of hearts, man, I always know it wasn't enough. I always knew it was enough. In enough, all we had, all we got was uh, Lawrenson and, and Thor, and then everyone else, right? <clears throat> yeah. Did, did you come on? On be honest with me, Todd. When that happened, and when we went into the season, off season or uh, into uh, spring training, did you really feel comfortable about that? Where you're like, this is a fucking playoff team. Be I honest. It, no, I'll be honest. I thought it was a wild card team if the hitting came up to par. I thought Marsh, the way he finished September, I thought Adele was going to be good finally. I thought uh, Upton was going to be a fixture in the lineup uh, finally, you know, because he batted leadoff. I wasn't considering Ward. I didn't think Ward was going to do Nobody what he did. Nobody thought that. Yeah, but I thought Trout would be good. I thought Rendon would be healthy. I thought Walsh would get back to his all-star form. I thought Otani would be back to his all-star. He's and, not He's not even an all-star right now. Nah, he's only an all-star or getting votes because it's Otani. Yeah, but he's not the leader though. No, no, because no. the, the DH leader is um, uh, Alvarez. Alvarez, yeah, from yeah. from Houston. So, like, those guys aren't having good years, 
And so, but but on paper, like I said, in the beginning of the season, I'll admit it. I thought this was a wild card team. I thought, okay, Houston's going to win the division, but it's going to come down to us or Seattle to get either the final uh, wild card spot or one of those top wild card spots. So Ryan and I, uh, the first episode that we had, we at, we asked, I asked him, I'm like sitting, standing, or sitting down right now in the mic, <laughs> standing. Uh, is this a playoff team? And we both said, nope. It's not going to be a playoff team, mm-hmm. not even a fucking wild card. And we went in this hor- like ho- like not, I want to say horrendous, but like crazy ass run at the beginning of the season, right? Mm-hmm. And our hopes just were so sky high. The higher you go, man, the fa- the further you you fall. Like it was just a complete fucking c- collapse, and it hurt so much because you got so teased, man. You got fucking blue balls at that point, dude. You know, like you were so there and all of a sudden like, oh, no, let me close that door on you because you guys are the angels. Remember that. Never forget <laughs> your fucking Artie Moreno's team. I, I bought in like hook, line and sinker. I'll, I'll admit that because it's like I figured, OK, we're 10, 12 games. 12 games, I think, was the high this year, over 500. And I'm thinking, OK, if we lose this lead. If we lose, if we fall back to 500 somehow, this is going to jade any optimistic Angel fan moving forward. Like, this is going to be just the most impossible way. It's going to take like a miracle for fans to jump back on the bandwagon or get happy again or trust the fact that the Angels are for real if they get off to a good start again. Because this was the first year in a long time we had a good April and we had a decent May. So we're thinking, okay, everything's going to work out. Our hopes are up. My hopes are up. And I'm thinking, God, dude, I've only seen a collapse like this in 95 when we lost all them games, 18 out of 19. You know, this is this is was a historic collapse. And unfortunately, we keep wanting them to just hit rock bottom so we could turn the corner and start winning again. But it seems like every time we think it's we've hit rock bottom, we find, you know, we fall further. You know, I mean, aren't, how frustrating to you is this, bro? How frustrating is for for me the fact that we got Reed Detmers up in the majors when he shouldn't be up in the majors. Mm-hmm. He's getting his ass beat the fucking by the Kansas City Royals at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason why. I mean, when did he get drafted? Two thousand two thousand nineteen or or eighteen somewhere around there. Two thousand twenty. Look at that. Usually, a prospect will last in the majors or I mean, in the minors for about four to five years. Mm-hmm. They rushed him up, dude. And this is another Adele situation where he was supposed to be the guy, yeah, right? Yeah. And now he's up here and he's learning. He's like dodging and weaving at the same time. He's learning on the job, man. And he's getting his hopes like crushed by the Royals. Yeah. You know, a fucking flyover city, the Royals. <sighs> and, and now like, you know, people are like, oh, Reed Detmer's this. Reed Detmer's that. He got a no-hitter, you know, at the beginning. Like, Reed Detmer's is the man. Like, really? He just got his ass beat by the Royals. I'm sure he is going to get his ass beat by by the Royals. Uh, he lost against, I think it was, um, I want to say the Orioles, too, uh, a while back. I don't know, man. We, we, have, we have nothing, dude. We have nothing in the majors right now. So we, we rely on our minor league players, rush them through the fucking minors, bring them to the majors, and see them just fucking fall flat in their face. And this is this is what we're cheering for, and we're expected to be halo honks or expected to be cheering on this team. I mean, shit, I go to a lot of Angel games all the time, mm-hmm. and, and I'm there because I, I love the, the team, the atmosphere. I love watching baseball, man, but come on. 
It, it gets so like redundant all the time that we have nothing. Like we literally have nothing all the time, and and we're here still cheering our guys on. And, and Perry, or I mean, uh, Artie Moreno, fucking going to the bank with a full stack of you know stacks and just laughing about it and not giving a fuck. Yeah, because he knows he doesn't have to make a personal appearance unless we're winning. You know, he was probably gearing up when we were 10, 12 games over to, to come down there and brag. But, he, you know, he's got nothing. He, he's not going to show his face in the stadium right now. He, he'll be there for the 20-year anniversary. I, he better be there. <sighs> well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one thing. It's going to be a sour mood tomorrow. Um, you know, I've, I've seen some of the things that they're going to do. Tonight, if you're listening in the morning. Yeah, it's, it's just, to me, I think on the 2002 game today, I think it's it's really messed up that they chose one day to do it. In the middle of a week, too. <laughs> Seriously, it should be literally maybe every single Saturday should have had something every time the Angels play. Should have brought Bring a player in up. one player to throw yep. out the pitch. Who cares? And just have a, a, uh, a highlight reel of that season of that player. Exactly. Come on. Just so the guys could, or the people who never fucking lived through that season, they could remember how good those Angels were. I remember because I went to a lot of games in t- 2002. Bro, you know how? Yeah, me too. I would have loved to seen like, hey, it's Scott Spezio night. He's throwing out the first pitch. He'll be in the freaking announcers booth. Scott P- Spezio with the black beard, not the red beard from Cardinals. Yeah, with yeah, the black one. The, the black one, and he, <laughs> and he would he would come out and you know like doing the air guitar or whatever. But then, but you know, he'll be up there talking with Gooby and Patrick, and then during the, during the in- innings, it could show highlights, like you said. That's brilliant. But and we have a, a professional staff that runs the PR for the Angels. Bro, you guys need to hire somebody else because your PR fucking suck ass <laughs> yeah their, their promotions are the worst and then two you have a o- golden opportunity to play to the history the one year this team won a title you can exploit it all year and get good fan attendance for each game off the cuff with it i just came up with it literally one player you could bring you have nine you have 25 players right every mm-hmm. single player did a freaking good highlight on the seventh inning stretch, you put that highlight or highlight reel yep. in the after the fucking seventh inning stretch, you play that instead of the stupid ass rally monkey, right? Or whatever that the gopher or whatever yeah, the, the hell stupid is. Stupid ass gopher with uh, Mer- uh Mercury guy, whatever his name is, I forgot. Freddie Mercury yeah, yeah. and Queen, which I love that guy. He's a he's a fucking goat. Um you could you could have done that every single time, every Saturday, right? Yeah, think about it. You could have had unsung heroes like uh, Brendan Donnelly Knight, David Eckstein, freaking Garrett Anderson, Tim Salmon Knight, um, and Troy Gloss. Have, have them all. Pay for them to come out there. Stop being a cheapskate, Artie. And you could have did that, like you said, every Friday, every Saturday. It could have been like 2002 celebration night. Every Saturday night, man. Exactly. Instead, we have one night. And that's it because uh, Artie didn't wasn't part of it, and he has such a big ego. He doesn't want to give that prop. And on the second day of summer, you're gonna give out not only. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's two- <laughs> second Long- day of summer. Second Same. day of summer. It's a 2002 anniversary, 20 year anniversary long sleeve shirt. Fucking long sleeve shirt. <laughs> How about you just go a step further and give us a fucking turtleneck while you're at it? <laughs> <laughs> no, suit jacket, right? There we go. Why not? <laughs> Shit, man. Dude, like, like seriously, PR, you guys are fucking stupid, bro. Like, how are you seriously doing that? A tank top would have made sense. I could hire something. a dude from high school that's a freaking content creator on IG, and he would do a better job than what these freaking 
jackals are doing right now. You know what's sad, bro? You could probably spin something for about five minutes, come up with an entire year's full of uh, uh, promotions and like things to help pu- uh, blow up the angels. They have an entire staff that can't do shit. Nah, fuck that. We need more Mike Trout's fucking bobbleheads. <laughs> no, it's Otani's. <laughs> Job done, bro. Fucking great, hey, great meeting. Half Christmas, they got a snow globe of oh, Otani. Dude, we got to have that. <laughs> During summertime, it's so thoughtful. It you is. guys are fucking breaking the, the fourth wall or whatever they call it. <laughs> bro, our, our fucking franchise is a fucking joke. <sighs> And you have guys like Rod Carew who actually want to be part of this franchise. And we can't get them to come over here because there's fucking bullshit going on in the front office. They don't want him here. He wants to be God here. God damn. He's like, I love being a Twins Hall of Famer, but I w- would like hey, to Todd, be Hey, Todd, I would love for you to cuss a little bit more. Not just me. Oh, can, okay. Can we do that? Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. I'm no, just, okay. It's like too much, man. It's just common sense, bro. And I swear to God, the Angels front office does not have the common sense. They don't have the fucking sense at all. <laughs> there it's, we go. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's embarrassing because um, we've talked about this before. You know, we brought it up about the you know other teams uh, incorporating their history. And, and we don't incorporate the history. And this is a great time, like you said, 2002 to bring up all this history. I mean, for, for fuck's sake, I mean, what have we done with Guerrero? What, one thing for, since the Hall of Fame? Right. He literally should be here every single Saturday. I mean, fucking pay him, dude. He's just chilling in the Dominican Republic showing fucking Vladdy Cakes how to fucking hit. That guy's a beast, by the way. Or just have at least one or two promotions a year for him, you know? He should be highlighted. I mean, even though Trout's still playing, retire his fucking number. You know, that that 27, because there's going to be two number 27s retired at some point. It should be two number 27s. I don't care. Yeah. It should be Guerrero. It should be Trout. Two for the first time in franchise history and MLB history. I, I'm just saying, man, it's, it's very, like, disheartening with... Uh, everyone in the world knows what the Angels need, except for the front office. We need yep. pitching. The front office doesn't even know. They they don't. They can't even like get their heads out of their ass. They don't know if it's day or night. It's so far up their ass. Oh yeah. Like we need pitching, and we do not acquire it. We we have the twenty year anniversary, and you guys don't know how to how to do it, right? Yep. yep. I just I just don't know what else they can fail in. Like like is there is. Is that a priority to them, or what is their priority? Because it, whatever they're doing to the fans and the game on the field, it's definitely not a priority because everything else is going to shit. Yeah. And it's just like a, it's just like you got dudes like me over here ranting about it. You know, I'm a, I'm a fan, man. I'm frustrated. I've been an Angel fan for a very long time, my whole life, and to see my Angels constantly like just like fucking up every single time. And when, you know, before Artie, like, like, or while Artie had the team, you know, first had the team, like the mid 2000s, early 2000s, late 2000s, we, we had a really good farm system. We had a really good team. We were always number one, number two, or top five in, in the farm, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and as soon as, I don't know, man, as soon as we got pool holes, it just seemed like everything went down, downhill. Uh, we, we, Jerry DePoto started, you know, uh, trading prospects away. Alexia Marista went away. Gene Segura went away. Uh, that was a big one, by the way. Yeah. Well, we traded Gene Segura for who? For Granky or someone? Something like that. Yeah. No, wait. Segura went to. Segura uh, went for Granky. He did? Yeah, he did because Alexia Marista went to San Diego Padres for Houston Street. Okay. Got you. Got you. Uh, come at me with those fucking angel facts, my guys. Any, <laughs> any fucking podcast, come at me. 
I forgot because I like Segura so much. I, I I thought he fit the team really. Well, good. I mean, look at it's 2020 and this guy or 2020. Damn, I'm still stuck in COVID year, bro. <laughs> uh, I'm, I mean, 2022. It's already been 10 years since he, you know, he he was traded and he's still on on you know on the field right now. He's hurt for the but, Phillies, right? Yeah, for the Phillies. Um, but he's still playing at a high level. I mean, that guy's always been good. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's 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 a really good player and everything. Reminded but. me a lot of Orlando Cabrera. Orlando Cabrera, yeah. our shortstop. Yep. yep. Um, did we trade him to the Twins after, or he was part, or he was in the Twins before? Uh, I think we might have traded him after because he didn't play too much after we got him. Because I know he, we got him, Rivera, and Guerrero basically at uh, different times from Montreal. Yeah. So Juan Rivera. Yeah. Yeah. Number twenty, one of my favorite players too. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Anybody that wears number twenty on the Angels automatically becomes my number, no, my number one player. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know, dude, they're, they're dropping the ball in many ways. And right now today in this, what is it? Tuesday, Wednesday, I don't even know what day it is for Tuesday. Uh, do you think the angels should sell in this, like now that you think about what's going on? Do you see there's, if there's hope (sighs) come July, actually, uh, trade deadline is August something. I forget. Is it that late now? Yeah. Okay. Because they pushed it forward because you know, the season started a little late or something. Yeah. Um, Probably the first week of August, right? I hope. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. It, it just really depends on where we're at in the All-Star break. If there is no change, I mean, you might want to trade earlier. We've already seen a couple minor deals being made. Uh, Daniel Robinson was traded uh, today. Uh, there were, There's also, I think the Dodgers made that trade to Detroit for uh, for one of their... Uh, Trace Thompson. Yeah, Trace Thompson to, to help out since Betts is down. So there's, They brought there, him back, yeah. Yeah, there's a, few, there's a few minor deals working out. I don't think the big ones will take place anytime soon. However, if you put these guys out there and say, hey, man, we're pretty much... Our, our ship is sinking, dude. Like, like, we can't save this. If they're not willing to make the hard-earned moves to, to, to get rid of coaches and shit like that, I think the Angels should just throw in the towel at some point. Uh, and it, it'd be sooner than later because... Because you start falling double digits out of the fucking wild card. What's the point? I just hope that Perry's not so doesn't have such a such a um, an ego that he realizes that this team is not going anywhere, and he actually trades, you know, uh, Thor. <clears throat> that he trades maybe you know other big pieces that would help us get more players for maybe next year. Or future years, you know, but we'll see what happens. It's. I think he did it last year, and I think he's probably willing to do it again this year. Um, but who, who you did know, he trade last year? Well, last year he got rid of Heaney, and he got rid of uh, which he got a couple good p- picks right, right, back. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I th- I think I think you know, and and they got rid of a couple bullpen arms too. Uh, I I think the Angels they they really just need unfortunately to hit a reset, keep your core five, and build around that in the lineup. And then, as far as the rotation, if you're going to hold on to Otani, uh, you know, and Sandoval, uh, you got to build around them too, and and go from there. And Detmers, um, and you're going to have to bring in a, a strong ace again because it's going to suck to give up on on uh, Lorenzen, and it's going to suck to give up on Syndergaard. But you got to look at it right now. If you're not going to extend them, you know, it's time. You know, you're they're going to walk anyway, so you're going to have to trade them. Yeah. <clears throat> so. I lost my train of thought because I was I was thinking about something, <laughs> but you said Thor, and then I thought, okay, so Thor, so you're willing to trade Thor if they're gonna walk? I mean, if we're, if we're not gonna win, mm-hmm. why not just trade Thor and get, get some players back for for a rental? You know, trade that rental to some somebody that might need them. We'd have to probably take about seven million of that off of off the off of his uh, contract to make the trade work, and then. 
I would be like, no, we're not going to get no more pitching in return. We're going to go out and get two solid position players that can hit. You know, I don't care about if they have home runs because you look at it like a Trey Turner guy. That's the prototypical guy the Angels need. He's got like what six home runs, like almost fifty RBIs. He's batting three hundred or, or close to it. That's the type of dude that I would willing. I'd be I'd be like if we can get one of those guys or or two, let's do it. You know, give give him Thor, give him Loki. You know, like like two of those guys that could go in the lineup that could just automatically get on base for your big bats. It's that would turn this lineup around, right? All right, so we're going to keep this podcast a little short and sweet and sexy right now. Yeah, so, I'm going to have to run right now. Yeah, so let's say, what, like five, six more minutes? Yeah, that should do it. Um, I Earlier I asked the uh, Instagram page <clears throat> to ask us some questions. Mm-hmm. So we got a few. So since we don't have that much time, we're probably just going to answer four of them. Okay. Um, I'll ask the questions, and I'll ask you first, and then I'll give my answer after that. Um, so... Let me see. Let me. I, I, I didn't even pull it up. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Uh, Instagram. All right. So the first question here. Uh, this is from Instagram IG nurse underscore Berber. Uh, this is, is it fair to keep Trout in a team that's not bringing him chip, uh, championship rings or playoff games? It's on him. Honestly, if you were to ask the front office to be traded, I'd say let's work something out. That easy? Yeah, because we've given him an, you know, he's given us enough time, we've given him enough time, and unfortunately, it's just not working. All right, she had two, and I'm I'm going to I'm going to read both of hers because they were very interesting. Okay. Uh so I'm going to ask you this one too. Uh Otani, question mark, trade for more pitching or keep and extend him? Your pros and cons about that trade or keeping him? If he wants uh, upwards over what Rendon's getting, hell no. Because uh, he hasn't done it long enough, doesn't have a big enough resume. Uh, you know, he had the. You could call him a one-hit wonder. Really, you could. I would. I don't like to, but he hasn't produced this year. You would have thought he. You know, that would have. You know, got him going. But as far as that, uh, you know, if he's if he's getting if he wants three hundred and upwards, no. Uh, I think you trade him and you try to get uh, the best players you can get back, whether it's pitching, another starter or two, or another, like I said, contact hitter, you do it. All right. So I don't know if you you remember in the offseason when he said, oh, I want to play for a winning team. Mm -hmm. But he also said that he wants to get the most annual uh, uh, average pay, Mm -hmm. the most, more than uh, uh, Garrett Cole, Mm -hmm. which means you would have to pay him $40 or higher to keep him on your team next or the year after him being a free agent. 45 to 47 is a projected. Right. So you're willing to give him that so that he can stay f- with us? Or would you just go ahead and just trade him? Trade and, him. And hope that you can re-sign him like how the Yankees did our oldest Chapman. You either trade him and you try to do that, or you trade him and say, "God damn, we're going to take a PR hit." You know, we're not the most popular team in Japan anymore, <laughs> in, or in most Asian countries, and you're just going to have to just get what you can get because that's really what you're getting. If you're getting Otani, you're getting the PR that comes with it. The mm-hmm. whole, the fans going to go see Otani merchandise. Whichever, yeah, the merchandise, the jerseys, the the everything that comes with Otani because the ratings. He he is the face of baseball. He is. It's not. It's not uh, Tatis anymore. It's not. It's never. It's not uh, Trout either. 
Um, so, by the way, Jared Watch just hit a dinger. I just got the notification. So, nice. I don't know. Garbage game by the... the but by is the it sun. a solo? Sure. It's probably a solo. Yeah, probably. It is a deep... Yeah, it's a solo. Good God. That's to right center. It's a pull hitter. Um, so, yeah. So, I think that, you know, if it comes to it, I would trade Otani because Trout has been our dude. And Otani, we gave him the chance to be what he can be. But if he's going to do what he did this year or what he's doing so far this year and expect expect more than 40, bro, it hurts. But I would rather get some players back and, and you know, try to get a, a shortstop or a second baseman or, you know, or, or something back yeah. and, and and have hopes that maybe we can sign Trey Turner next year and, and, and you know, do things like that. Yeah, I'd rather use the money on a guy like that, to be honest. Yeah. And I'm just going to do this last one. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one is, it says, this is from, from Rosie underscore Posey 92. Uh, she wants to know, what is your favorite baseball movie and why Todd Fox? Oh, mine. Uh, shit. And don't give me no Sandlot bullshit, bro, either. It was Sandlot when I was a teenager because, I, I mean, every pe- every guy that's played baseball, you can you can relate to that. But I would have to say uh, it wasn't Angels in the in, uh, Outfield. It was uh, – I liked the first Major League movie, uh, and I liked um, – uh, was it Major League? And what was the other one? Uh, Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams, bro? Yeah, yeah, Field of Dreams. I think I, if I had to rank them, it would be Field of Dreams, um, the, what is it, the, Cle- the Sandlot, and then the Major League movie. All right, I'm gonna give you another try to pick something out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like for the love of the game. I can't stand Kevin Costner, so I'm sorry. No, I'm I'm saying because everyone says the same thing. Every single movie, nobody's original, man. Can I give you my favorite movie? Let's hear it. Are you a John Goodman, Babe Ruth guy? <laughs> no, <laughs> all right. I don't like Babe Ruth. Uh, all right, so if you ever want to have a date night with your girl, mm-hmm. you want to watch a chick flick, but also a. Uh, a baseball movie. I think I know where you're going with this. Don't fucking kill it for me. Mm-hmm. You know, watch this movie. It's it's really romantic. But when I what I mean about romantic is like baseball romantic. Okay. It's it's fucking beautiful. And for me is Trouble with a Curve. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> All right, you caught me way off guard on that one, dude. You've never seen it. I've never seen that one, bro. Dude. Put that shit on your fucking to watch <laughs> list. Don't 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 play with me. <laughs> wow. Okay, I did not see that one coming, what bro. What you think I was gonna say? I thought you were gonna say like Bull Durham, no. like, like something like that. No, no, no. <laughs> That, that movie's cool, but it's just too outdated. Uh, well, at least you didn't say never been kissed. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm, t- so, I'm telling you, you should watch that movie. That movie is like, it really gets you going. Um, it gets you to the point where you want to just like do everything in that movie. It it, it touches the strings of you being a young kid uh, going through, uh, uh, what is it? Little Purity? League. And <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> Oh, man. So, yeah, just watch that movie, bro, and next week we'll touch back on it. Trouble that, with the curve. Yeah, it's, dude. It, it it has um, Justin Timberlake. I'm, oh. sure, I'm sure your girl would want to see that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it has it has uh, Clint Eastwood, Eastwood in there. Really? Yeah, okay. dude. He, he's like that dude that get off my lawn type yeah, of guy. Yeah, I love you that know? guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it has somebody else. It has John Goodman. Oh, John Goodman's in there. <laughs> <laughs> he's a scout. <laughs> it has that dude from Scooby-Doo uh, that played fucking, what's his name? That 
whatever guy that's friends with the dog. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But see, I, I would have, I would have also, and I forgot about this movie too. I love A League of Their Own. Don't kill me on that one. I love that uh, one. Okay, is that where Madonna comes out? Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, all this, yeah, 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 yeah. I never, I'd never seen that movie in my life. What? No. Never. Okay, okay. If I gotta watch Trouble with the Curve, <laughs> you gotta you gotta watch A League of Their Own, bro. You have to do that. All right, all right. So next week we'll give a review. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's gonna be movie night. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, might as well watch the movies. We can't watch a fucking Angels, man. I don't want to see no more torture. Yeah, my dad just came in with a card that said Royals Five, Angels One. Fourth really? In, yeah, fourth did he, did, Yeah, I seen him come in. I, I just try to keep talking. Did he really say that? Yeah, it says it on the card. Oh yeah, he did. This is five Dude, to you're. One. The score is Royals 5, Angels 1, and a 4. <laughs> You're, I'll fucking post this on the Instagram right now. On the story. Don't fuck with me. Exactly. <laughs> he did. Oh, man. Your dad is a boss. Dude, he's he's a major Angels fan, and it's sad to see <laughs> that he can't watch his team in the postseason. Dude, your dad needs to see the Angels in the postseason and win a fucking ring. Yes. Because your dad really, like, every time I see him, he always talks about the Angels and tells me, what the fuck is going on? You know, can you guys go talk to Artie? I'm like... Dude, I don't know Artie. I yeah. wish I could. Wish we could. Yeah, I mean, he's been he's been watching them since uh, 1960, bro. Like like he was at Wrigley Field in Inglewood watching them. So man, that's yeah, that's that's how long he goes. Dedication. Back. Dude. Yeah, dude. But yeah, make sure you watch that movie, bro. All right, that's, Trouble that's with a Curve, a League of Their Own. Let's do it. Cisco <sighs> and Ebert, but uh, uh, BT and Todd <laughs> Fox style. That movie gets two thumbs down. <laughs> Because it sucks. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. I think we hit the uh, the time. Yeah, we're good to go, man. All right. Uh, any final thoughts for you? Uh, just for the love of God, can we just start winning? Can we just hit rock bottom already? I mean, start- can, it's either fucking be great or let's just fucking like just tank, bro. Yeah. It's either or. You can't ever be in the middle because the teams in the middle never get anything. You're always going to be getting the, the fucking 15th pick in the, in the first draft or uh, in the first pick. You're not going to find nothing there. Not going to get an impact player. No. So either you tank and go all the way to the top and get yourself a good player or or, or fucking be great. Yeah. What What are we doing? Yep. It's going to be one or the I other. Or just go fucking after Kumar Rocker again. Fuck it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Let's see if he still has anything left. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, it was short and sweet and sexy today. Uh, we'll make another two-hour episode next week. But for now... We'll, we'll keep cool with uh, under an hour. So um, I'm VT, and this is Todd Fox, and uh, we're out. Yeah. Peace.